There is an unalterable law governing everything and every being that exists or lives. It is not a blind law, for no blind law can govern the conduct of living beings. We know that people do not know who rules. Hi guys, I'm Jashank and this is Satyayal. Welcome to episode 3. Satire is a podcast that aims to cut through the mainstream media BS, providing a comic open-minded outlook on society, pop culture and politics. I have one question I want to ask before anything. Kya chal raha hai ye saal? I don't know what is happening. I really don't know what is happening. An exam is supposed to happen but doesn't happen then is decided upon to happen yet doesn't happen because it is challenged by the public not to happen but the law finally schedules it to happen where khatam hokar bhi it doesn't happen because of a city wide power cut Ladies and gentlemen I am still talking about the final year degree exams baal mein chipke chewingum jaisi ho gayi hai ye final year degree kaat kar nikal sakti hai By the way thanks for your suggestions last week Your amazing inputs help make Satire a platform for open thought. And if you have something to share with me at the end of this episode, stick around to the end. Tumne kabhi ye socha hai ki amidst the futility of life during the pandemic, humne na bahut sari cheezon ko overlook kar diya hai including some extremely noble acts of kindness committed by common folk like you and me so to mix things up a little bit i decided to use today's episode to share with you all the amazing things people have done around india restoring at least to some degree my faith in humanity spoiler alert mushy content ahead i'm sure you guys have heard of the proverb when you have kindness shown pass it on Well that's exactly what happened in the little town of Pudukottai Tamil Nadu. A group of civil service aspirants all having completed their engineering degrees decided to pay forward the academic help they received from their seniors back in school. The young men decided to teach and educate the children of their village who have no access to online classes. This is a place where each generation teaches the next, where they educate each other. where the youth has each other's back where they put the young minds ahead of financial issues and the economy because you must never stop learning an absolute beautiful story that portrays the power of education just like they do with the little kids these young men teach us so much speaking of teaching when i was a little kid i had this rule set by my mother during my summer vacations allowing me just 1 hour of television every day I remember her slyly keeping the doors of my bookshelf open all afternoon which inevitably gravitated my interest towards reading. While I hated the TV rule at the time in retrospect I thank my mother for inculcating the habit in me. I'm sharing this anecdote with you because this next story is very similar. In a bid to inculcate the habit of reading among young children and encourage them to love books and knowledge, a 30-year-old woman from Arunachal Pradesh, Nurang Meena, started a small open-air self-help library in her village Nirjuli. At the expense of 20,000 rupees of her own money, Meena built the quaint corner where young boys and girls come to read, explore, learn and get entertained. Through her little initiative, Meena aims to help improve written and verbal communication skills among the local youth, making the change she can to her community in her own way. Isn't that beautiful? 
Well, a photo recently emerged of a school in Jharkhand where the teacher has implemented an indigenous way to continue classes while maintaining social distancing. Owing to the smaller classrooms, the students can be seen seated in the open air with the school walls painted black in places to make for slates that students can write on with chalk. The teacher makes himself heard using a megaphone and the walls seem to be great surfaces to learn their math and language. इस केस में दीवारों के कानों का तो पता नहीं लेकिन दीवारों में ज्ञान जरूर है एंड इन प्रोबेबली द मोस्ट हार्ट वार्मिंग केस आई रेड ऑल वीक द स्टूडेंट्स ऑफ सेंट जोसेफ कॉलेज इन बेंगलुरु रियलाइज्ड दैट मेनी ऑफ देयर क्लासमेट्स वर्न्ट इन अ पोजीशन टू पे द कॉलेज फीस ड्यू टू द फाइनेंशियल क्रंच एंड जॉब लॉसेज दैट द पैंडेमिक हैड पुट द फैमिली एन In a few cases students of the college were contemplating dropping out in search of work to support their family and siblings education well goodwill sees neither poor nor rich and help came from the students own batchmates together with the college management the students decided to raise funds to sponsor the education of their peers students of the college started crowdfunding campaigns to help the cause and successfully raised more than 283000 rupees as yet to all the heroes we spoke about right now and to all the ones we couldn't here's a big thank you to you from me and our little community of sataya listeners and i really hope that the next person i get to thank for their humanitarian work is you completely fresh music on top of my playlist this week um i have been in a semi exam semi work kind of mood and that means all the music this week is like calm and chaos at the same time i was playing some tracks by american rapper asay alone it's old school hip hop as pure as it gets with some sick rhymes if you like that kind of music definitely check him out agar tumhe jazz pasand hai to kansas smitties ka ek gana hai it's called riders is gaane ko main na words mein describe nahi kar sakta because ये गाना डिस्क्राइब हो ही नहीं सकता इट्स जस्ट जैज जीनियस आई वॉज एक्सप्लोरिंग सम एफ्रो पॉप दिस वीक एंड आफ्टर अ लॉन्ग टाइम आई फाउंड दिस फ्रेश आर्टिस्ट हुज म्यूजिक इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम एनी थिंग आई हर्ड एंड हैज दैट बाउंसी एफ्रिकन रिदम ही इज कॉल्ड अ डे कुंडले गोल्ड और ए जी चेक एम आउट इफ यू लाइक टू एक्सप्लोर एंड टेल मी वॉट आर योर थाट्स इस हफ्ते नेटफ्लिक्स पर मैं बैड बॉय बिलनेस देख रहा था आई रियली लाइक दैट शो At the moment I'm really enjoying watching Ozark. I did end up watching Hamilton. What a lovely film. The energy, the music, just everything about it. Oh my god. Oh, uh, Mirzapur ka new season is coming next week and uh, I'm quite looking forward to that. Uh just a side note by the way. I can't tell you how happy I am because people and companies in India are finally realizing how detrimental propaganda based journalism is becoming to the indian media here's me wishing for better and more responsible journalism from the indian media acha a few people asked me whether we'll have guests on the show and yes we will have some cool people coming on the show in the future so you can look forward to that in the meantime allow me to bring a smile to your faces with our next story Tragedy brings out the deepest of human emotions. I believe we can agree that a person uncertain over 
whether they will be able to afford any expenses, let alone just their basic needs, is heartbreaking, if not absolutely inhumane. But keeping up with the theme of today's episode, right at the cusp of no hope is where true humanity always seems to save the day. The coronavirus pandemic has seen some of the most saddening cases of families and individuals who completely lost their sources of income, leaving them to the mercy of a state-supplied monthly ration and a handful of good Samaritans. In the cases I'm about to share now, all brought together by the power of the internet. One of my favourite stories this week is this case of Ashok Singh, a 45-year-old vegetable vendor in the King Circle area of Mumbai. In one of the most paradoxical examples of photojournalism, Sachin Haralkar, a journalist at Mumbai Mirror, photographed this poor vegetable seller sitting completely drenched, ankle-deep in water, shoes in his hand, crying on a main road divider. He was tired and beaten over how at the end of a four-month-long lockdown that had cost him his livelihood. Right when things were looking like they could be getting a little better, heavy rains and flooding in Mumbai literally washed away that dream. The utter helplessness on the man's face strikes a chord and acts as a personified representation of the times we're living through. However, in an absolutely heartwarming turn of events, a single photograph jump-started a chain of reactions on social media, resulting in Ashok receiving adequate financial aid, all thanks to the noble netizens. And while we are on the subject, I couldn't possibly leave out the miracle of social media that was the case of a little eatery in Malvyanagar, Delhi called Baba Kadhaba. When a video went viral of the helpless old owner, Kanta Prasad, crying over the lack of sales of the food they prepared. The problem of local businesses losing out to delivery services and restaurant chains was aptly documented. In a complete turn of events, droves of eager crowds turned up the next day, finishing all the dhaba's food preparations of the day before noon. A very sweet picture of Mr. Prasad with a big smile on his face emerged on social media the same day making the eatery the city's newest hotspot and Kanta Prasad ji the city's newest heartthrob. Following foot, many other Twitter users uploaded videos of their local vendors urging people to buy local. But there are so many more facets to buying local than supporting people's livelihoods. To give you an idea of the trickle-down effect of buying locally, let me take you to the Gyeonggi province of South Korea, where the Korean government implemented a system they call Gyeonggi Pay. The idea of the system stems from a simple concept known as universal basic income, where the state pays a fixed sum of money to all citizens every three months. There's just one caveat, that you must only spend this income on local businesses. This experiment in South Korea to see the viability of such a system turned out to be quite the success. The Korean government paid out $250, the equivalent of roughly 18,000 Indian rupees, to 24-year-old citizens every three months. Ye bolkar ki tum ise sirf locally use kar sakte ho. Even if you go to the next town, you can't use this money. As a result of all this income solely being spent locally, local markets and eateries some of whose sales had dropped 90% during the pandemic, saw a revival in business. It helped increase small business revenue, in some cases, by 45%. Granted, when you consider such a system, concerns do rise over its true benefit because 
there is the ability of the same citizen to later spend the money they saved on a chain like a KFC or Starbucks, which would result in no net benefit to the economy. But again, that's not our focus here. The true proof of concept in this situation is the effect buying from your local sabziwala or kirana store can have when you scale these sales up to a mass level. Not only are you helping support a family in the process, but you also re-stimulate motion into a half-stagnant economy. So the next time you decide to stock up on groceries or are just craving a bite, do consider buying from your local vendor because a small change for you makes a large change to the lives of your local business community by extension making this country a better place to live in one locality at a time Here's something that I recently experienced and as a result I just want to spread the word. The time we're living through as well documented by all the things happening this year without question isn't the best. And with 93% of the world's population having difficulties in accessing mental health services, I feel like it is very important for us as individuals to be sensitive about the mental health of our family and neighbors. Because in many cases It's not a psychiatrist one's looking for but just someone to talk to. If you know someone who lives alone or if you have a senior citizen living with you or around you, make the effort to communicate with them. Even the regular everyday stuff works just fine. Talk to your family or friends about things that affect you and if you or someone you know needs help, reach out to your community or just contact your local mental health helpline. Don't be afraid to reach out and cope out loud. That was today's episode. Until next Tuesday, stay safe and be nice. Please attribute the delay in the episode this week to the tight schedule I'm on with my exams. No, seriously, they still aren't over. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure you follow or subscribe to Satya wherever you're listening. Think about some of the things we spoke about today and do let me know whatever your thoughts are about today's episode. You can get in touch with me on the Instagram handle at satire_podcast. That's S A T T A I R E_podcast. Be it to tell me if you like one of today's stories or just something you do to make the right change. I'd love to hear everything. Thanks for listening.